Joseph Megamix from the 1991 cast recording. Can you imagine doing that uh, every night, that Megamix? Um, and just before that, we were joined by the wonderful Jamie Hensley telling us all about his panto in Luton this year. So if you get a chance to go up to Luton, go up to Luton, across Luton... I don't know. Um, and have a listen, have a look at that. That uh, sounds wonderful. Now, coming up after this next song, I'm going to be joined by the wonderful Mr. Christopher Biggins. But before then, I'm going to take you to a show that I adore. I was have been lucky enough to play uh, the leading role in this musical twice. This is from Half a Sixpence. This is Flashbang Wallop. One more picture. Hold it. <laughs> All lined up in a wedding group, here we are for a photograph. We're all dressed up in a morning suit, all trying not to laugh. Since the early caveman in his fur took a trip to Gretna Green, there's always been a photographer to recall the happy scene. Hooded flashbang, what a, what a picture, what a picture, what a photograph. Poor old bloke, blimey, what a joke, hat blown off in a cloud of smoke, clap bands. Stamp your feet, banging on the big bass drum. What a picture, what a picture, rum till he um, pum, 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 stick it in your family album. 
One more picture, hold it. The same thing happened long ago when man was in his prime. And what went on we only know from the snaps he took at the time. When Adam and Eve in their birthday suit decided to get wed. As Adam was about to taste the fruit, the man with the camera said... What a, what a picture, what a picture, what a photograph, poor old Eve. There were nothing on face or red and a fig leaf gone. Clap hands, stamp your feet, banging on the big bass drum. What a picture, what a picture, num to the um, bum, 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 bum. Stick it in your family, ow, bum. One more picture, hold it. You've read it in a folio, or seen it in a Shakespeare play, how Juliet fell for Romeo in the merry, merry month of May. And as he climbed the orchard wall to reach his lady fair, as he tumbled, she began to bowl, as he floated through the air. Oh, it flashbang, what a, what a picture, what a picture, what a photograph, poor young chap, what a night he spent, tights all torn and his rapier bent, clap bands. Stamp your feet, hang on the big bass drum. What a picture, what a picture, rum to the yum, bum, 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 bum. Stick it in your pan, hey, oh, bum. One more picture, hold it. King Henry VIII had several wives, including Anne Boleyn, and he kept an album of their lives with all their photos in. As Anne Boleyn was on her knees, dressed in her very best frock, King Henry shouted, smile, dear, please, as her head rolled off the block. Holy flashbang, what a, what a picture, what a picture, what a photograph. Comes the print in a little while. She lost her head, but she kept her smile. Clap hands, stamp your feet, bang on the big bass drum. Hey, what a picture, what a picture, num to the yum, bum, 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 bum. Stick it in your pan, hey, one more picture, hold it. When Napoleon married Josephine, there was just the same to do. He galloped home from the battle scene all the way from Waterloo. And as he came from Orphie's horse to the boudoir where she sat, she said to him, in French, of course, as he took off his big cocktail. There she was with a big hussar all caught up in her own <laughs> Stamp your feet, hang on the big bass drum. What a picture, what a picture, run to the young bum 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 bum. Stick it in your family, hey, bum. Stick it in your family, stick it in your family, in your family. Ah, the wonderful Tommy Steele with Flashbang Wallop from Half a Sixpence. Tommy Steele, what a legend. And we're going to go from one legend to another legend, the wonderful <laughs> Mr. Christopher Biggins. How are you, sir? Good evening. I'm very well indeed, thank you. Yes, he was great, Tommy Steele, wasn't he? Oh, Just loved it. What what a show, Half a Six Yeah, Great, I know, great fantastic, show. Fantastic. And, and how are you doing? How has lockdown life been for you? Well, I rather enjoyed it to begin with. I, I had a fun <laughs> time. It was lovely staying at home. It was lovely uh, doing things in the house and not going out. And my bank balance survived. <laughs> because, of course, we weren't going out having meals after meal after meal. So, uh you know, it was good, but now it's it's getting tedious, and, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's all very, very sad, the whole scenario, and I think people now have had enough. But I think as we 
probably judged uh, earlier in the year that we would have another outbreak around about this time or a bit later. And I think that's what's, what's going to happen, unfortunately. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we were just we were just talking about about it earlier on. And I was saying that, you know, the 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 um, like you, I sort of started to enjoy it at the beginning, although I had to learn how to cook um, and <laughs> not going out for, for all of this food. Um, but I think the, the first time that it, it sort of really hit me hard um, was when I saw the panto starting to get cancelled. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh gosh, this is, you know, when I think, I think, you know, I was just saying to Jamie Hensley, who was, who was talking a little bit before you, and he was saying that, you know, it, it was fine. We all thought everything would be back to normal by October. Um, and then, of course, things started to get cancelled. And of course, Panto, such an institution for us. It is. Um, I mean, uh, it, it's, it's terribly sad. And um, uh, uh, it's not only sad, it's financially disaster. Uh, for individuals uh, and the people I feel sorry for are the young kids who don't have anything to do not normally when a, a, a young actor was out of work and when uh, this COVID started uh, when theatres started to close down in the West End they could go and work in a cafe or a restaurant or something else but then there were those jobs weren't there either because there were no restaurants Absolutely. And the situation is carried on. And I met, uh, we went to spend a week in Plymouth, uh, Plymouth in, in Cornwall. And um, we met some people. And they know a couple, a couple of actors, married couple with two children, who simply don't know where their next meal is coming from. Mm-hmm. And this is the terrifying thing about the fact that there's no, going to be no pantomime. There's going to be so many people out of work. And the problem is, we went recently to see Jesus Christ Superstar in Regent's Park Open Air Theatre, which is an 1,100-seater, and there were 385 of us allowed in. And it was a fantastic evening. However, we went to see, um, uh, oh, what's it called? Sleepless in Seattle, which was, again, 1,100-seater, and there were 384 of us in there. And, of course, the trouble is with with a, a pantomime or a play with music there's no atmosphere. So people mm-hmm. were sitting there in masks, because you, you could take the mask off in Regent's Park Open Air Theatre, because it was open air. But in the theatre, you had to stay, put your, keep your mask on. Well, it restricts laughing. It restricts applause. It restricts the whole atmosphere. And I don't know about you, but the last thing I want to do is go out to an audience uh, that are restricted into doing anything but enjoying themselves, because that's the whole point of pantomime. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and of course, of course, n- not only not only the performers, but the impact on the venues. Oh, I know, um, I know. I mean, because most venues rely on the pantomime season to give them the income for the following year. Absolutely, that enables them to do other productions. And and you know, it's it's. And what do you what do you think? We're starting to see now some some pantos. That are starting to sort of say, "Hey, we think we can do it with, you know, with no children, no dancers, just a cast of four or five. Um, but but as you say, that's going to really impact the audience, isn't it? Well, I wouldn't want to go and see a show with a pantomime with five people in it. Um, to be honest, no. I mean, the whole thing is the whole atmosphere, the stage f- full of colour, full of actors, full of. 
you know, and it's all very well. Yeah, I mean, I've heard, I can't remember where it is now, but someone's, someone's going to do a pantomime with five people and the pantomime dame, the man who plays the pantomime dame, is going to come on as himself and then talk to the audience and put his makeup on. Well, that's no, that's not a magic for me. Mm. And I think, you know, in a way, I think because we are in this terrible pandemic, I think well, we should say that's it for a year, you know, let's, let's move on. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and, and come back. We, oh, I work for Kudos, and all Kudos' pantomimes that have been cancelled. Everybody, the stars of the pantomime, are coming back. I was going to go to Dartford, and we're not going to Dartford now, but I'm coming back in 2021. And I think that's going to be very exciting when that happens, because I think the people will be absolutely raring to go. Absolutely. I mean, Nika Burns is going to open six of her theatres in the West End, to uh, a limited audience, you know, uh, uh, say uh, a third. And, but she doesn't care about, lo- she'd rather lose money than, than lose the money that she has with the theatres closed. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a, a dichotomy. The whole thing is terrible. But I, I know that Karen McIntosh, who uh, has probably the, the most shows, won't open until he's guaranteed... Uh, an advance, which he needs three or six months to get an advance. Uh, you know, it's, it's, there are so many problems. When you think about it, people say, oh, well, why are flights going? Well, f- there aren't that many flights going. With the flights that are going, you take a risk. Um, with a, and it's only one area. You just go into a, a fuselage, and that's where the risk is. In a theatre, there's front of house. There's the auditorium. There's the pit where the musicians are. Mm-hmm. There's the stage. There's the backstage. I mean, it's a nightmare absolutely, to keep absolutely. everything clean and going. I mean, I, 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 I honestly, I despair because it's, it is tragic. And we all want to be doing pantomime this year. We all want to be going to theatres. I mean, you know, it was a joy to go and see Jesus Christ Superstar, which happened to be fantastic, and also... Um, uh, sleepless in Seattle. It was wonderful to get out, but you know, it's not the same as it was. No, no, absolutely. And I think, I think, you know, there's, there's, there's an element of of what you're saying that I think, you know, maybe we should have just said, look, let's just leave 2020 behind us and yeah. and wait until 2021. Because I think one of the other things that that you're you're touching on there as well is is the idea that if it is a socially distanced panto with only six people on stage. For so many children, this is their first time of visiting Absolutely. a theatre. Absolutely. And, and that, that's going to remain with them, and that's really not how Panto is. No, I mean, I say that the, I've always been defending pantomime ever since I've been doing it, which has now been about 44 years I've been doing pantomime for. Wow. And I've, I've defended it in saying that because a lot of people poo-poo uh, pantomimes. You know, they say, oh, it's, it's rubbish. It's, a, it's only for children. It's a, a low denominator in, in entertainment. Well, of course, it's not. Because if an audience go to a pantomime and they enjoy it, on the way out, they'll book for next year's pantomime. But if we've done our job, not only will they get hooked on pantomime, they'll get hooked on theatre and book theatres in between and go and see Shakespeare and go and see Chekhov and go and see musicals and go and see all sorts of things. I mean, theater, pantomime is a breeding ground for theatre, and I've always said that, and I mean that. Absolutely. I mean, that's, what, that's what's so important about it. Absolutely. Now, on, the quest, on that question... Is do you have a favourite? 
I, I do, and it's very rarely done, and it's Mother Goose, and it's all about, I love it, because it's all, it's the Hamlet of the pantomime dame world, because she's, she, it's all about her, and about her, you know, uh, her problems of not being an attractive woman, and then suddenly vanity gives her beauty, which she can't cope with, and uh, I, I remember doing a wonderful one down in, in uh, Swansea, and uh, we, uh, at the end of Act One, I died, Mother Goose died, and she went to heaven on a, a 40-foot span goose. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and all the cast were on stage singing, we'll keep a welcome in the hillside. <laughs> I love and it. that was the end of Act One, and I came back in, in back to, like Joan Collins, in a white dress with huge <laughs> shoulders, all diamonded up. I mean, it was fantastic. It was a wonderful, wonderful pandemic. Oh, I but love it's, it. It's very rarely done. Why do you think that is? Why? Why is? I don't know. I think they. I think producers uh, sort of cry away from giving the the ultimate lead to a, um, a dame. I think they find it. You know, they need. They like to have a. a, a I mean, I can remember, and I don't know whether you've ever worked with a woman playing the principal boy. Have you done that? God, no. Do you know what? I, I don't, in, in, in the panthers that I've done, no, I don't, I've never had that. No. No, well, I did, and of course it was wonderful to see that, and the men, the, the husbands, the fathers, the grandfathers, the uncles, loved the principal boy with long legs, with fishnets and slapping her thigh and saying, 12 o'clock and still no sign of dick. <laughs> so they, they loved all that, you see. And I, but I sort of understand where they're coming from now. They need, they need to get the young kids uh, 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 interested in by having a, a man play all those Dick and Jack and uh, all those leading roles that the boys now play. Of course, of course. Uh, but so I, I, I don't, but then there's, the creeping in is the whole business now of women playing the day, which I don't like at all. Not that I'm, you know. Because there are some women who are very good at dames, so there aren't that many. But it's, uh, it's. I think it's the dame is p- very particular to men, and oh, I think yes, it's a very yes. important. Uh, Absolutely, um, and of course, um, the one thing I want to touch on just before we uh, we say goodbye is the, um, of course, around this t- around Christmas time, we see the I'm a celebrity uh, yes. coming back. What are your thoughts on them not going down under this year? <laughs> well, I think it's disaster from the from the from the <laughs> contestants' point of view. Um, I, I loved, <laughs> I loved it going to Australia, and I loved it. And we had very bad weather when we were there. We had terrible rainstorms. We had the rain was so bad it flooded out our camp. I mean, oh, it was extraordinary. But that was part of the adventure, and it was wonderful. I'm not so sure that I would. I personally would like to go into a bitterly cold castle in Wales, which they're going to do. <laughs> However, I think it's brilliant that it's coming back. Ant and Deck, who are the doyens of light entertainment, will make it so special. And it will be really good fun. And I can't wait to see it. I think it's going to be mine, but not for me as a contestant. Let's, let's hope they've got some some form of heating there. I think it's going to be very, very cold. I uh, know. <laughs> thank I... you so much for joining me uh, this afternoon. Um, it's been a wonderful to talk to you, as always. True, and you too. And good luck with the uh, new slot, because it's a new slot for you, isn't this it? This is, yes. New slot, five o'clock on a, on a Sunday afternoon. Um, we've moved from Marvelous. a Thursday night, so this is this is wonderful so uh, yes thank you so much and um, i hope you have a lovely rest of 2020 thank you very much indeed and love to all your listeners take care bye-bye bye-bye ladies and gentlemen on behalf of all the people who assembled here 
I would merely like to mention, if I may, that our unanimous attitude is one of lasting gratitude for what our friend has done for us today. And therefore, I would simply like to say Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me. I may sound humble Dutch, but my delight is such. I feel as if a losing war's been won for me. And if I had a flag, I'd hang me flag out to add a sort of final victory touch. Since I left me flag at home, I simply have to say Thank you very, very, very much Thank you very, very, very much They all loved me, and I didn't know it Thank you very much, thank you very much That's the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me It sounds a bit bizarre, the things the way they are I feel as if another life's begun for me And if I had a cannon I would fire it To add a sort of celebration touch But since I left me cannon alone I simply have to say Thank you very, very, very much And a thank you very much to the wonderful Mr Christopher Biggins there joining us to talk all about Panto and of course it's uh, the pandemic's devastating effect on the arts in general. That thank you very much was from Scrooge the Musical. Um, So a great, great show. And of course uh, A Christmas Carol has been announced as coming back to the as coming to the national this year. That'll be interesting. The national opening up to do a production of 
A Christmas Carol. Now, it's time for our show of the week. Now, for those of you that don't know what this is, uh, every week somebody can vote. uh, Vote? (laughs) You don't need to vote. Somebody can write in and let me know what show they would like to feature as show of the week. Last week it was Hairspray, and we had three great songs from Hairspray. This week it has been chosen by Jordan, who has chosen to hear Sunset Boulevard. Now, I'm just pulling out some notes from behind me here, bear with me, because Sunset Boulevard, uh, it was only announced yesterday that there's going to be a series of concerts, of Sunset Boulevard in concert, featuring the wonderful Maz Murray as Norma Desmond. And these are taking place at the Alexandra Palace Theatre. The cast lineup is incredible. So uh, tickets go on sale a week today. Have a look at that for these concert versions of Sunset Boulevard. So Jordan, this is for you. This is uh, some three back-to-back songs from the musical Sunset Boulevard. I'm staying, I'm staying for good I'll be 
I came out here to make my name Wanted my pool, my dose of fame Wanted my parking space at Warner's But after a year of one-room hell A Murphy bed, a rancid smell Wallpaper peeling at the corners Sunset Boulevard Twisting Boulevard Secretive and rich, a little scary Sunset Boulevard Tempting Boulevard Waiting there to swallow the unwary Dreams are not enough to win a war Out here they're always keeping score Beneath the tan the battle rages Smile, a rented smile for someone's glass Kiss someone's wife, kiss someone's ass We do whatever pays the wages Sunset Boulevard, headline Boulevard Getting here is only the beginning Sunset Boulevard, jackpot Boulevard Once you won, you have to go on winning You think I've sold out, dead right, I've sold out I just keep waiting for the right offer Comfortable quarters, regular rations 24-hour, five-star room service And if I'm honest, I like the lady I can't help being touched by her folly I'm treading water, taking the money Watching her sunset Well, I'm a writer L.A.'s changed a lot over the years Since those brave gold rush pioneers Came in their creaky covered wagons Far as they could go into the line Their dreams were yours, their dreams were mine But in those dreams were hidden dragons Sunset Boulevard, frenzied Boulevard Swamped with every kind of false emotion Sunset Boulevard, brutal Boulevard Just like you will wind up in the ocean She was sinking fast, I threw a rope Now I have suits and she is hope It seemed an elegant solution One day this must end, it isn't real Still I'll enjoy a hearty meal Before tomorrow's execution Sunset Boulevard, ruthless Boulevard Destination for the stony-hearted Sunset Boulevard, lethal Boulevard Everyone's forgotten how they started Here on Sunset Boulevard I don't know why I'm frightened I know my way around here The cardboard trees The painted seas The sound here Yes, a world to rediscover But I'm not in any hurry And I need a moment The whispered conversations In overcrowded hallways The atmosphere as thrilling as always Never said goodbye. 
just trying to resist you. I'm trembling now. You can't know how I've missed you. It's already burning. Not long until the cameras will start turning. And the early morning madness and the magic in the making. Yes, everything's as if we never said goodbye. Incredible Glenn Close there from Sunset Boulevard. Of course, we heard uh, With One Look, which was Glenn Close, and If We Never Said Goodbye. And in the middle, Alan Campbell with the title song from the show. Now, as I said, if you have a favourite musical that you would like to have featured as show of the week, where we'll hear three songs from that show, don't forget to drop me an email, studio at purewestradio.com, or send a text to 60777, starting your message with PWR, and your text is charged at your standard network rate. Of course, you can comment on social media, Pure West Radio, and uh, we will choose the show of the week for next Sunday. Now, 
after this next song, I'm going to let you know who my guest is going to be next week. But um, I really wanted to get this song in this week. Uh, it's from a musical called The Man of La Mancha. Now, I'm going to get a bit controversial because I believe that these are some of the greatest lyrics ever written for a musical theatre song. Um, it's one of my favourite songs to sing. From The Man of La Mancha, this is Brian Stokes Mitchell with The Impossible Dream. To dream the impossible dream To fight the unbeatable foe To bear with unbearable sorrow to run where the brave dare not go To right the unrightable wrong To love pure and chaste from afar To try when your arms are too weary To reach the unreachable star This is my quest To follow that star No matter how hopeless No matter how far To fight for the right Without question or pause To be willing to march into hell On a heavenly call and I know if I'll only be true to this glorious quest That my heart will lie peaceful and calm when I'm laid to my rest And the world will be better for this That one man Scorned and covered with scars Still strove with his last ounce of courage To reach the unreachable stars This is my quest To follow that star No matter how hopeless No matter how far Right without question or pause to be willing to march into hell for a heavenly cause, and I know if I'll only be true to this glorious quest that my heart will lie peaceful and calm when I'm laid to That one man, scorned and covered with scars, still strove with his last ounce of courage.
One of the greatest songs, I think, from a musical, The Impossible Dream. Where has today's show gone? I can't believe it. It's literally 10 to 7 nearly already, and uh, we're, we've been here nearly two hours. Incredible. Stick around. The fabulous B.B. Scone and the Pembrokeshire Music Show, that will be up after me. You're going to have a, a great time listening to that, so please stick around. Um, we've got time for a couple more songs, though. And uh, But before, I, before we go into our next song, I want to tell you my special guest next week. I will be joined by the first lady of musical theatre, the fabulous Kerry Ellis, will be with me next Sunday having a chat all about lockdown and her latest album. So please do tune in next week uh, and uh, have a little chat with Kerry Ellis. But uh, for now, who remembers the 2004 American teen comedy Mean Girls? Well, this has opened as a Broadway musical not long, well, last year actually opened. Um, I was lucky enough to see it when I was last in Broadway. Great show. Um, And uh, I thought I'd play a little song from Mean Girls, the musical. When she not nice Well I have some advice Cause it's happened to me twice Here's my secret strategy It always works because The world doesn't end It just feels like it does So raise your right finger And solemnly swear Whatever they say about me I don't care I won't twist in knots to join your game I will say you make me mad And if you treat me bad and care is that really fair boys get to fight we have to share here's the way that that turns out we always understand how to slap someone down with our underhands so here's my right finger to how girls should behave Cause sometimes what's meant to break you makes you brave so i will not act all innocent i won't fake apologize let's just fight and make up not tell these lies let's call our damage even clean the slate till it's like new it's a new life for me or i'd rather be me i'd rather be me than be with you i'll say no i'll say knock it off with your notes and your rules and your games and those sycophants who follow you i'll remember all their names and when they drag you down like they inevitably do i will not laugh along with them and approve their past coup because that's 
Ah, I'd rather be me from Mean Girls. Well, we're almost at the end of the show, but what I thought I'd do is just quickly do a little bit of a news roundup for you. We've had two great guests that, uh, this evening, the fabulous Jamie Hensley and wonderful Christopher Biggins. But um, there's a couple of other panto bits to let you know. Peter Duncan, who remembers Peter Duncan from Blue Peter? He is presenting a online panto this year and it's actually all being filmed in his garden which is incredible and from the 4th of December at a special website called Panto Online you will be able to watch that pantomime. It's got a great cast and um, it's it's Jack and the Beanstalk, so a good old, a good old favourite for you. So do uh, do check that one out with Peter Duncan. Some other news: Nativity the musical has postponed its Christmas at the Birmingham Rep. Uh, yes, it's decided not to go ahead this year. It was set to run from the seventeenth of November to the third of January, but it will now go ahead a year later with performances from the sixteenth of November to the second of January. So, uh, like many other pantos, that has been postponed. Nativity the Musical, has anybody seen it? Absolutely brilliant. What a great, great show. Now, something else that I'm very excited to let you know is that a group of West End performers are going to appear in online Nightcap series of talks and concerts, led by the Turbine Theatre's Paul Taylor Mills, who, uh, who was actually with me on Stages Cruise last year. And he did a nightcap with the wonderful Rachel Tucker. Um, and he's doing a whole series of these nightcaps that will be live streamed from the 25th of September. And uh, these will include uh, Cleve September from Hamilton, Jodie Steele from Heathers, and Tashawn Williams from Heathers as well, Evie Rose Lane from Footloose, Amy Atkinson from Six and Pretty Woman, and Jordan Luke Gage from Bat Out of Hell and Juliet. Uh, they will all be doing their uh, nightcaps with Paul Taylor Mills uh, with Lee Freeman. Lee Freeman, who I worked with on the last five years, um, will be accompanying everybody. So that's a little bit of a news roundup of what is going on. It's been an absolute pleasure to be with you this afternoon. Please tell all of your friends, anybody that loves musicals and movies, to join us every Sunday from 5pm, 5 through to 7. And as I said, do drop in your requests for Musical of the Week. Once again, it's studio at purewestradio.com or you can send a text to 60777, starting your message with PWR. Texts are charged at your standard network rate uh, or any of the social medias. As I said, Stick around. The wonderful B.B. Scone with the Pembrokeshire Music Show is up after me. But I'm going to leave you now with a show that uh, a lot of you might not have heard of. It's a great musical called Seesaw. Um, and in this show, you might recognise a Shirley Bassey number. Um, uh, it's uh, Nobody Does It Like Me is a great number from this show. But I'm going to leave you with a song that uh, I use as a bit of a theme tune. And uh, it's called It's Not Where You Start, It's Where You Finish. So from me, Drew Baker, have a wonderful rest of your Sunday and I shall see you next week. He liked it. He liked it. He really liked it. He said, would you be interested in being the assistant choreographer of my new Broadway show? And I said... Well, uh, gee, you know, I'm not really interested in being an assistant choreographer. I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying. I really said interested. Interested? Would I be interested? Wow! <laughs>
beginning. It's not where you start, it's where you finish. It's not how you go, it's how you land. A hundred to one shot, you call him a klutz. Can outrun the favorite, all he needs is the guts. Your final return will not diminish. And you can be the cream of the crop. It's not where you start, it's where you finish. And you're gonna finish on top. It's, where you start, it's, where it's you not finish. where you start, it's where you it's finish. It's not how you go, it's how you It's land. not how you go, it's how you land. <laughs> Your final return will not diminish, will not diminish. and you can be the cream of the crop. It's not where you start, it's where you finish, and you're gonna finish on top. If you start at the top, you're certain to drop, you've got to watch your timing. Better begin by climbing up, up, up the ladder. To last, you can't make it fast, man. Nobody starts a winner. Give me a slow
o'clock on Pillow S Radio. Show on Pure West Radio. 